0: We just took off loose skin. We just tightened what was already there and put gravity back. And although it was not comfortable, it's not not bearable. And it's not something that I wouldn't do again in a heartbeat if I needed to now, knowing what it is. And I'd like to tell women that if you're thinking about it and you're scared, don't be, don't be, you know, go and do it. Cat Sadler Now.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cat Sadler Now. So glad you were here on this Tuesday. I am Cat, and we are going to have some fun today. I have my friend on the show, Caroline Stanberry. Yes, the reality TV star, the social media darling. If you um, maybe don't know Caroline, she is one of the stars of The Real Housewives of Dubai. She has a gorgeous husband, Sergio, who is Almost 20 years her junior. She is a mother of three. She is a massive entrepreneur. And she's also a podcast host of a show called Uncut and Uncensored. And that should give you an idea about Caroline. She is very much my girl who tells it like it is. She lives unapologetically. And today, we're getting super raw about the facelift. And this word kind of keeps coming up. And I keep returning to this facelift experience because your interest, the amount of DMs, the amount of questions, I still get to this day about my facelift journey. It's wild, y'all. The the, the interest is enormous. And I'll tell you, so many of the people reaching out to me, by the way, are people you might know, public figures and celebrities who are also... Contemplating this surgery. And so, Caroline was one of those. A couple months after I got my facelift, she started hitting me up, you know, asking questions and wanting to see pictures. So, I would send her photos of my progression of my healing. And then she wanted to know all about my doctor. And before we knew it, Caroline was, you know, consulting with. Dr. Steve Kim, my doctor, you know, all the way from Dubai and eventually decided to go through with her facelift and came right here to Beverly Hills to do her own facelift and neck lift and blepharoplasty much like me. She did it in November. So today's conversation is a bit about her motivation, what she learned through the process, how her experience was maybe different from my experience. So we kind of compare stories. You know, she's 47. I'm a year or so older. And we just talk about this time in our lives and this being such a personal decision. So I think you're going to have quite a few takeaways from this, hearing us girls just chat really about what it was like what what it's like to even have your partner witness you go through something like this you know if you do follow caroline on tiktok and instagram you know her husband was literally in tears over this because again i want to emphasize this is a major life decision and i don't want to talk about it flippantly but there's a lot to consider so we're going to arm you with some entertainment today but also some important information if this is something you are considering for your life. And speaking of life, Caroline knows how to do it fully with so much vitality, so much ambition. She is such a powerhouse. She has another business called Bust the Label, which happens to be about busting your doubts and that negative self-talk and inviting in your best life, which is what we've been talking about on this show A lot, how to manifest your dream life, which was exactly last week's episode. If you missed it, go back and listen to Jesse DeLoe, who is a manifest advisor, talk about very tangible practices and steps to, you know, live in your dream, y'all. There is a science to it, but Caroline very much subscribing to this way of life as well. So I think you'll enjoy hearing her take and how she has summoned in again at almost fifty years old the best, most peaceful, happiest season yet. So super, super inspiring. When we had this conversation, I had just like rolled out of bed. It was morning and it was my first night at the ranch, at Little Jim Ranch. So I'm kind of like groggy and waking up. Caroline was in Dubai. It was super late there. She had like just got off another airplane. So too fun. Love this woman. I think you will too. Here she is, Caroline Stanberry and me. Hello, sexy. Hello. (laughs) Caroline, with that shoulder out and that brand new face, you look so good. I've been dying to talk to you about all things facelift. How are you?
0: Well, I feel like I'm here because of you. So I couldn't wait to jump on and do this with you because literally it's changed my life. And I feel like actually now we look kind of alike. <laughs> I'm the blonde version of you. But you are the reason I was like not scared to do a facelift, I think, because you're the, pretty much one of the first facelifts I feel doesn't look a bit crazy. Mm.
1: Well, I want to unpack that because here's the crazy thing. You just said you weren't, you were like not scared, but you still were scared. I mean, you were absolutely petrified and I was dying to talk to you because I was even looking online at all of the headlines, clearly that everybody's picking up the story, Caroline gets a facelift, much like they did when I got my facelift. But then I read conflicting things and some of them are like, she hates her face, she's suing her doctor. And then from you, I heard that you love your face. So so what's what is the truth? Like how do you feel about your results and your whole experience?
0: I love my face. I'm completely over the moon. Those words, the ones that were saying car crash, facelift, all of this kind of stuff. My parents read it too. The Daily Mail, anyone that knows the Daily Daily Mail, they took my podcast where I said, you need to be prepared for the first three days. You look like you were in a car crash and the car won. That is not how I feel today. And it is not really how I felt right then, other than, you know, you're not because nobody shows you going through it. Even your pictures, Kat, doesn't do what, you know, doesn't really show you how you come out, even with the bandages, because until you take those bandages off, you don't understand what you look like. So nothing can prepare you for that. I only had you to go by and to call. And unfortunately, and I'm really sorry, at that time, your dog had died. So you weren't that available either, which is understandable. But it was like, you know, I, you, you're not, you've never seen yourself like that. And you don't know if you're coming out the other side. But I just do remember you kept saying to me, trust the process, trust the process. and Which was um, scary
1: for me because, I mean, This isn't like-
0: No, recommending a car. A
1: dye color of your hair. I mean, this is exactly, this is like- you as you put it which i couldn't agree more like you're literally taking your face off when you do this and then putting it back on and so then i got so nervous because i was like i had this beautiful experience i'm so happy with my results but then you know when you recommend this to someone and this doctor you know that's a lot of pressure because i thought if you don't feel pleased you're gonna hate me later like this is a forever thing
0: well you did keep saying that to me and i you know look i'm a big girl and i would never ever Tell somebody a grown woman that if, if you don't like your results, I'm not coming after my friend who who whose face I did like. when you go into something like this you could, you know you everything is personal and everything is obviously everybody heals differently, everybody comes out differently you could there's no guarantee with anyone. I could have gone to any doctor and seen you know a supermodel come out and look not look the same. I think when you make peace with it, you have to make peace with it and you can't blame anyone for a decision you've made. I wasn't upset for a second. I can't believe how fast I've healed. I can't believe how good it was. Was it painful and, you know, difficult? Yes, it was. I mean, you know, I do think that you may have felt it was easier for you. I don't know whether that was because I had Sergio next to me who was not giving me my medicines as quickly as I would have liked. Maybe if you could keep, if I'd kept myself a little more drugged up, I wouldn't have. <laughs> Felt it as much, but you know, it, it's not unbearable either. I would do it any day of the week. Yeah, I can't yeah, tell yeah. any woman, I would not, not recommend this to anyone. I would say, choose your own doctor, do whatever you want, go do your yeah. own research, but I am over the moon.
1: Oh, uh, well you, I, I understand why, because you look gorgeous. You look so, so great. I want to, I want to take it back to kind of the beginning a little bit, because you are 47 today, correct? Yeah. 47. I was 48 when I had my procedure. Had you always wanted a facelift? Like, was this something that you'd always thought about? Was it suddenly you were like, I'm changing my face? Like what propelled you to start seeing doctors and considering this at all?
0: Well, no, I think any woman, the older you get, look, I mean, everyone said to me, with makeup, I looked great, by the way. I mean, for my age, I looked absolutely fine. I, I don't think anyone said you need to get to a doctor to me. In fact, everybody tried to talk me out of it. But it was just, you know, a little bit of pulling your cheeks back in the mirror and just going, oh, wouldn't it look good if you were look like that? And then as soon as you sort of caked on the makeup, you looked fine Fabulous, or I do that thing where you pull your hair back and it's like an all you know a facelift immediately, and you're like, oh god, I wish it would just stay like this. And I was sick of caking on the makeup to be honest. I I, I came on today like this with as little makeup as possible to show you, and I believe it's taken at least ten years off me. And you know, I just think that it's only so much fillers can do, and I've been doing fillers since I was twenty six years old. So yeah, I I took all of the fillers out, which I'm sure he did to you as well. Mm. And I think the biggest change on us or me, I don't know how, I can't remember what yours was like before, but was, is my eyelids, frankly. Oh, and I would say yes. to any woman, if you don't want to do the full yes. thing. I
1: should have, I would have done that earlier. I I, I I was like, why didn't I do that when I was 40?
0: Yeah. The eyelids changed so much. It opened my eyes completely. It takes years off you. It's not a big deal to do. And I think also if I could give one bit of advice to any of the women, I think the reason that you and I don't look crazy is that we didn't lift our eyebrows and our eyes, the top of our eyes are the same. They just took the top of the I mean, they did with me. I'm assuming yours. You, they didn't yeah. pull up the top. No. no. And they no. just took off the excess skin on my eyelids. And I feel like that may be why we look normal. And that the moment you start playing with the shape of your eyes is when the whole thing looks a bit weird.
1: Yes. And today you are how many months out? How many days out? What what are we looking at here?
0: Oh, well, I did it November 10th. Post facelift. So where are we now? Okay. Yeah. November 10th, December 10th, January 10th. Nothing.
1: Oh my God. I mean, I have to say you, I... I've got not, no scars. You look completely healed. I feel like I'm still healing, actually. I mean, and I wasn't in, in pretty pretty intense pain. I actually told everyone, I think my recovery was longer than most because you were, you were dressed up in your Prada bags, leaving the house, doing TikToks two weeks out after your surgery. I didn't like leave the house for at least three weeks and let alone like get glammed up because I was, I was struggling. I couldn't exercise. I still am like, it took me a minute to like find my rhythm again. I, I, so you appeared as if it were quite easy for you.
0: First of all, I, you know, I had a husband that was um, stuck in the house with me and I was staying at a friend's house in LA and it was Christmas time. So, you know, I went out when I, when you say I went out, I went to my girlfriend's parents house for, you know, Thanksgiving, who I know very well. So I did look odd. Don't get me wrong. I had the hair down. Then you don't see the scars around the ear. Now I don't have any scars by the way, or anything you cannot see. You can see a red line behind my ear. That's it. Nothing in front. Do
1: you remember when I was sending you those pictures? I was sending because yes. you were like, "Show me the scars," and I was trying to take pictures for you. And for me, I think I was like six months post facelift when I was sending those photos. I was like, "Caroline, you can barely see the scars." And don't you get the question? That question, the very most—that's that's what everybody wants to know. Like, People do you stop see these
0: me. scars? Yes, people stop me on elevators and, and, and things going, can I have a look? I literally just go, yes, you can have a look. You know, nearly 20 million people have seen my facelift. I'm probably more fa- famous for this facelift than anything else at this point. But I think what, what I've understood is people are genuinely, you know, interested. They want to do it, but they're scared, right? And I get it because you think you're going to have this. I mean, if you saw that picture of me coming out, I had skin that was rippled. Round the ear. Oh. You're like, what the fuck have I done to myself? But now the body is incredible. I It's the finest, finest line. And the one behind my ear, I mean, it's not even worth writing home about. I would do that anytime in the, you know, day in the week again to do to look like this to take the years off me and to I don't need makeup my skin is different my cheekbones are high I feel great I don't know really what to say other than you know if you're thinking about it stop thinking about it and just bite the bullet yes
1: in keeping with today's theme of aging oh my god I'm so stoked to be partnering with fatty 15 have you heard about this This is incredible. It is the first essential fatty acid to be discovered in 90 years. What does that mean? This is a science-backed supplement designed to support healthy aging and long-term wellness. Unlike anything else, it's got three times the healthy aging cell benefits of omega-3 or fish oil. It's made from this patented oxidation-resistant form of pure C15 that's derived from plants. It's vegan-friendly. It's free of flavors, fillers, allergens, or preservatives, C15 is the only ingredient in fatty 15. It is 100% pure. It works in multiple ways. What it actually does is repairs age-related damage to our cells. So it protects them from breaking down in the future. It boosts mitochondrial energy output, and it activates pathways in the body that help do all the things we need, regulate our sleep, regulate our mood, and regulates natural repair mechanisms for healthier aging overall, okay? It comes in this sleek, reusable glass bamboo jar. You can refill it every month. That's what I do. I get the capsules, the refills, and then I just put them back into this glass jar. Do that every quarter. You've got the pouches also made from recycled materials. This company is doing a lot of good. Fatty 15 on a mission to replenish your C15 levels and restore your long-term health. You can get an additional 15% off their 90-day subscription starter kit by going to fatty15.com/cat and using code CAT at checkout for an additional 15% off your order. I love the not wearing as much makeup bit. You're so right about that. That wasn't something that I expected from doing this. I just wanted to like look aesthetically, visually, you know, I guess more radiant and younger and more lifted, but it is there. I, I, it takes me 10 minutes to do my makeup now. It's fabulous.
0: Yeah. I'm still doing housewives. So that's what 4k. And I saw myself and you get that caked on sort of makeup that you need on camera, especially to make your skin look flat, get rid of the wrinkles, all of this. I, I can't wait for the next season. I cannot wait. <laughs> it's gonna be so much fun to see the difference in me. My face is a different shape. I'm actually thinner around the jaw and the chin because I had built my jaw out so wide with filler. He told me he took three and a half inches of skin off my neck. I was like, what? Really? Yeah three and a half inches off my neck
1: and six
0: millimeters off my eyes. Oh
1: my God. Okay. So we were a little different in that sense because I really didn't have a lot of filler in my face. So he didn't even really reference taking out filler for me. I had a lot of laxity. I was just like, I looked thinner, which (laughs) we can get to that in a minute, but like And so my face had zero volume. And so now I actually feel like I have an opposite thing of you. I have more of a jaw now, but it's quite youthful, but I'm still a little swollen. So I'm actually looking forward to just, I I still around my jaws feel a little like puffy. And, you know, they say it takes a whole year. So I'm sure you'll still continue to see changes as time goes by because you're, you know, behind me.
0: I found there was still a lot of like dimpling in the skin, which is weird Mm. around sort of the Hmm. Even though I did nothing to the under eye, the under eye was the most affected for me. I think it was maybe because I I know that he did do something like a cheek bra or something, he said, where he lifted the fat under. You must have done the cheeks as well.
1: I don't remember him talking about that. But did you do a fat transfer then? Because I know that's an option, fat transfer. No, No.
0: he didn't do a fat transfer. He said he used what was in my face and then put a bra in it. I I presume whatever had fallen, he just lifted somehow. So, you know, but my cheeks are definitely higher and built and feel amazing. And this is all me. That's all I know. But I mean, I would know if he'd done a fat transfer because he'd have had to take it from somewhere.
1: (laughs) Yes. Okay. Did you... Shop doctors, because that was another question I got a lot. Everyone wants to know like why did I choose Dr. Kim, and I did have a relationship with him for like fifteen years. He was the first doctor to ever even give me Botox. But for you, beyond our conversations that I know about in regards to Dr. Kim, did you meet with other doctors? Did you consult with anybody
0: else? Nope, no. I went okay, off your face no. completely. You know, I looking at pictures of random women who don't look like me in. I can't relate. I felt like you looked the most like me. I also felt and justified it to myself that you'd been in the industry for so long and that you were on so many bloody red carpets that if you didn't know the right person to see, who would? And I also really, really, really just love the way you look now. Like it's just you, but fresh. And that's all I wanted. And I think, you know, they weren't clever. He didn't try and make you a different person. You're exactly you 10, 15 years ago. And that's like all anyone can wish for. I didn't want to come out looking like this new supermodel that my kids wouldn't recognize, you know, or be scared to look at. I don't want a new nose. I didn't want my lips done. I didn't want anything. I just wanted to be me, but fresh. And it was really important to me too, not only for my kids, but my husband who was so worried, you know that I was going to look like another human person. So that was the only reference I had. And I've been, I've seen people who've, I mean, actually I went to my gynecologist the other day and she had spent $200,000 having a facelift. And she was talking to me about mine and I had no clue she'd had one. And it was in less than a year. And her, like, you would never have known it was so bad. Like she has to go back. And I'm like, so money doesn't, mean anything, you know, money, does not, the, the address. No.
1: The name recognition. Uh-uh. I've heard Dr. Kim say that he's like, I, he's, he does a lot of redos and he'll sit, he'll give me similar examples. He's like, yeah, somebody came from New York again. They spent 200 grand on a facelift and now I'm cleaning up the mess. I mean, I love the boutiqueness of him. I love just how available he is. And I loved how truly like dedicated he I don't to... think he wants
0: to become that, to be honest. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. Like, I, you know, he... I could, I could have, you know, sold him 150 times over. I don't think he's that interested in the rest. He just thinks he likes what he does. And the thing is, that was another thing. I can't bear those doctors where they're the celebrity. You know, when I'm going in for something like this, I want to be the VIP. I don't want someone telling me I can see him in three months. You know, and it's not that I need him to like oh, she's on Housewives and this. I mean, what I mean is if I want his time, I want him to explain it to me. I don't want to be thrown into the room and thrown out because he's so busy because, you know, there's every other important person under the sun coming. I want him to really take his time. Uh, you know, Dr. Kim, it was four and a half hours, my surgery.
1: Oh, yes, yes. I want to talk about Sergio because he was... Concerned, to say the least. He was, yeah. you know, like so many men understand. or like I, my my partner Greg felt the same way. He was like, I don't want a new girlfriend. I like the one I have. I want you to look like you, and I understand those reservations. But Sergio, compared to Greg, was really worried. I mean, you like he, he, I remember you DMing me, or we were talking, uh, you know, days before your surgery, and you're like, he will not calm down. He will not relax. He is absolutely scared more than you. Shitless.
0: Yes. Well, th- there you go. I mean, actually, that's a really th- a big one. I mean, Kat and I didn't know each other that well. And I just said to her, you're going to have to FaceTime me in the morning without your makeup on because my husband is having a mental colliption right now. And if you don't, <laughs> he's not going to let me go in there. So you were so kind and amazing. She got up and, you know, did this FaceTime. Robe. in your dressing gown, in the sunlight, you know, which is a big thing to get on the phone with someone you don't even know and show your husband, their husband, your scars and your face. And anyway, it did, it really, really help, Kat. So I can't thank you enough. And I, you know, I really hope women out there have a supportive friend that they can, or anyone that they can, you know, sort of relate to and talk to, because, you know, those times, they do just calm you down. Sergio was, Sergio's over, only reference of facelifts are crazy ladies like the Catwoman. That's all he's ever yeah. seen because people don't really publish the ones that are amazing. They publish the scary ones. Right, and that's the best what ones. he thought I was, yeah, that's what he thought I was coming out as. Well, I mean, I did come out a bit like that. <laughs> I just
1: don't <laughs> look like that now. I was gonna say, because how quickly did those fears dissolve? Because then you're being rolled out of surgery. We've all seen the video. We see you in the passenger seat of his car and you're like looking as close to dead basically with your face bandaged up, the bruises, and he's like sobbing. So was that a relief that you made it through? Was that still concern that, oh my God, what have we done? Like how long did it take for him to realize, oh shit, she looks great.
0: No, no, that was actual that anyone that knows Sergio, Sergio could cry if uh, I don't know the, the sun isn't up tomorrow. Unfortunately, he's Latin. That's what it is. He he was like, <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. They just handed you back to me like that. And I'm like, well, what do you want them to do? You want the nurses to cry with you that this is so standard for them? Like and if they're crying, that's when you should worry, you know, <laughs> But exactly. But, you know, obviously, I think what you people need to really understand is. This is something I can talk to my girlfriends about. You're a 48-year-old 48, 48 year old woman. I'm a 48-year-old woman. This is standard. Sergio's 29. This is not something he's ever lived through, talks about, seen, nor should he. So I did everything in my power not to have him there, everything, but it just wasn't so. So you can't prepare. I'd also downplayed what was going to happen to me. He'd only seen you in the morning like that, which... You look great. So he's like, OK, fine. And we talked him into it. You talked him into it. I talked him into it. We all did. Then I came out with the stitches, the blood, the, the drains he hadn't seen. You know, can you imagine what he thought? And he's taking me home and he's the only one in charge of me. And I'm rolling around in pain. So, you know, it's Oh, well, I wasn't even rolling around in pain at that point. I was so high, I, I couldn't even speak, right? And he'd gone out, he'd come back with flowers and a Haley Bieber smoothie, thinking that I'd be eating and drinking with him. So, you know, I think we have to give him a little more credit. He got a lot of shit for that. But I I do feel like, you know, I understand why he was... He thought he'd lost me. He thought that was it, that oh. was going to be his life. Oh. And he also, even for the first... five days, six days he felt that, you know, he's still walking around going, you look beautiful and obviously going, fuck, you know, (laughs) I looked, I I looked awful. I looked like I'd done 10 rounds with Tyson. And I'm, the thing is, you know, that friends aren't prepared. You really don't want many people to come over and see you because the gasps of like, (gasps) but they want to go, you look great, but they can't really say you look great. Right. So my girlfriend, Kristen, was in the house and she's trying not to cry every time she walks in because she's like she's never she'd never even done Botox. So she's like, oh, my God, you know, and you just look, you can't prepare your girlfriends for something like this. So friends coming around doesn't help either because it just magnifies how bad you look. And, you know, they're all lying. They're all going, "Mm, you look great with a high pitched (laughs) voice. And you know that you don't.
1: Yes. Until you do. And then when you start to see your face morph and things start yeah. to heal. And and I remember feeling like you. I was like, wow, like, I don't feel like I need makeup. And I it's all starting to settle. And I'm seeing what is possible. Then you get so relieved. Excited. And then I'm oh, so excited. It's worth every bit of sleeping, sitting up and all of the, you know, the headaches and being inconvenienced by the healing for a while. Super stoked to be partnering with Next Evo Naturals for today's podcast. NextEvo has developed a clinically tested water-soluble form of CBD. Why is that important? Because oil-based CBD doesn't mix well with our water-based bodies. So if you're taking CBD and you think you're doing a good thing for your body, you're actually only absorbing as low as 6% of the CBD on the label, not So with Next Evo Naturals. So if you're wanting to feel a little better in your body or feel more relaxed, or maybe have better sleep and you're interested in a CBD, this is the one you need to try. Their strongest gummy ever, big fan over here. It's the new Extra Strength Daily Wellness CBD Gummies. I'll take this at least once a day. It's very popular. It's one of their best sellers. But the wellness gummies I've noticed just make me feel very even just throughout my day, a little more relaxed, a little less achy. But they've got products for your sleep. They've got products for your stress. And Evo Absorption starts in just 10 minutes. Leave oil behind and start the year with more effective and fast-acting C B D from Next Evo Naturals. Get 25% off by using my code CAT at Nextevo.com. That's 25% off at N-E-X-T-E-V-O.com with promo code CAT. Now that you know, I, I see you post and and you look so happy, like in all of your social chairs, which you know doesn't always reflect the actual truth. but I, I as you've said, you are so happy. And now, with Sergio seeing how phenomenal you look, what has that been like between you as a couple? because it's kind of hot. like it's it, like I've heard him say, like i got I, I it's like an upgrade, a Caroline, but an upgrade
0: of Caroline. Well, we talk about it all the time. Actually, we were saying it on the plane yesterday. I mean, day before, he, I was like, "Now that you've seen me, knowing this, would you? Would, if I asked to do it again, could I? Would you? Would you let me?" He's like, "A hundred percent." He's like, "I love it." He's he. It's beyond his wildest imagination, right? For Sergio, I think people again forget how young he is because he's always with me and everything else, you know. And and this is just he didn't even know this was possible right to to do right. something like this right. so you know now he sees it he's like it's just in, incredible he he absolutely loves it he wouldn't have changed me before but now he's got what he considers like you know a, a younger wife that he he just gets a few more years before we before maybe the age gap looks crazy right <laughs>
1: And what about your kids, Caroline? Because you have 3 kids, you you don't share them much on social, you know? I I'm sure you intentionally keep them quite private. But what were their reactions? How how much of this did you talk with them about prior and did they see you? I'm I'm assuming in your healing stage which can be quite frightening for kids.
0: Well, first of all, I have three teenagers. So anyone that has teenagers knows it's very, very expensive these days to get them to appear on Instagram. (laughs) So it's just not financially. (laughs) Yes, it's not financially (laughs) worth it to me. So no. They don't, they don't want to be on, on social media and that's, that's their, their prerogative and they're allowed to choose. That's my, my business, not theirs. I didn't tell them too much. I, you know, my sons are 13. My daughter knew I was going, I did say to my sons, I was going, they, because they knew I was going for such a long time. So they get, they don't like me to travel for that long. And they're like, why mommy? And at the beginning, I was just going to let them say that I was going on holiday and I realized that was worse because why am I going on a three-week holiday without them? So I just said, look, I, I'm having surgery. It's not a nothing too big. I'm just going to do, you know, my a little bit to my face. I won't look crazy. I never called them FaceTime. They didn't see the bandages. They've only seen what's on social media, which is you know the night, as you know, the nicest part, without the drains, without all of that. That I'm, I'm comfortable seeing that, showing them. They don't want to see the rest, and there's no need. I think it's, it's, a, it's a really adult process, right? It's, it's gruesome. It's not, it's not. Wasn't nice for me to see myself like that. And the people that love you, I, I even showed the picture to my ex-husband to show him that you know I couldn't fly home yet, and he was like, please, put that away. I can't, I can't. He's like, stay as long as you need. <gasps> So, wow. you know, but when I got home, I said, how do I look? And they just said, great. They don't feel like anything's changed for them because they don't really see wrinkles and they don't really see the age. They just think I look nice. And like th- that's the best yes. thing. Yeah, that's the best thing they could say. They're like, I'm like, do I look really different? They're like, no. And that was it, you know? So I'm like, okay, well, it's not, it, it's, I must look so natural to them that, that they're not, you know, going, <gasps> you know, who is this woman standing in the door?
1: Mm. Mm. One of the things I love the very most about you, and I've always just been such a fan of you because of your no bullshit, like complete transparency, tell it like it is spirit. It's just like, I I did not grow up that way. I actually grew up quite different, you know, very much seeking approval, never wanted to rock the boat. Just as, as I've aged and gotten more comfortable in my own skin, literally, have I just... Cared less and less what people think. Zero fucks, and like that's why I wanted to share my facelift story. One of the reasons. But for you, you know, the natural question isn't why did you share the truth? Because that's just very much on brand for you to always tell the truth. That's that's who you are. However, the responses you can't control. So what has that been like? What what have people said
0: about it? What are people trolling you for, or are they, or have you
1: been surprised by the support of what you did?
0: Well, you know, look, you get mixed, mixed reviews. I get a lot of like, you know, I'm not going, why is he crying? All of this kind of stuff. It's not open heart surgery. It's elective plastic surgery. And when you look at it like that, yes, you're right. You know, it's funny. I get, I get both. I get a lot of support from women who I think are just genuinely, genuinely interested. Like I felt when I saw you, I really respected that in you because I was like, tons of women have done this, tons, but they all lie. You know why? Because you can save everybody a whole lot of, like, no, this doesn't look, I don't look like a natural 48 year old. Obviously, right? We don't. We look great, you know, and telling people that cream did this to us is not fair or right to the average person on the street, right? So, you know, it's a lie. And I don't like that. You know, I was open when I did Ozempic and things like this after my IVF because. Obviously, I didn't go from that size to that size by going to the gym, you know, and these are just things that you can use and they're tools, right? That's not saying that every woman, 48-year-old woman, isn't beautiful. And if you don't feel the need, don't. This is a personal journey. But my point is, if you do something every day or just stand in the mirror and pull your face back every bloody day and go, I wish, then do it. Because... You know, I now wish I'd done it a bit earlier because I'm like, I spent years in fear of what that was going to be like. And although it was not comfortable, it's not not bearable and it's not something that I wouldn't do again in a heartbeat if I needed to now, knowing what it is. And I'd like to tell women that if you're thinking about it and you're scared, don't be, don't be, you know, go and do it we just took off loose skin. We just tightened what was already there and put gravity back. And I think that's maybe, you know, an easier process to choose your doctor. You know, there's only, I mean, how wrong can a neck go? I'm not really sure. I can't recommend it enough. I can't, I just, why did I share it? Because I felt like you helped me so much that I know tons of women that would like to do it but think that they can't do it because I think the Bride of Wildenstein put so many people off plastic surgery, mm-hmm. and that's the only reference we have today, really, of people that ever talk about it or see it right. when it goes horrifically wrong. Or you're right, we watch Botched, but nobody talks about <laughs> it when it goes right. <gasps> no, I know. Look how amazing Demi Moore exactly. looks. Exactly. And she's
1: it- what, 60-something. I know. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And yeah my whole plight with putting the information out there is like, listen, that's how I feel like I can help other women. Like if I'm going through this experience and you are even considering going through this, let me, let, let me take you with me on this journey. Maybe that's the journalist in me too. Like, let me get this information. Let me share it. Let me share the good, the bad, the recovery. Like I was struggling. I had a lisp, Caroline, for a while. Like I, I had a jaw issue the first two weeks where I couldn't even open my mouth. And so certainly there was some fear involved and trepidation even after the surgery. But but if we can just arm other women with the information and answer their questions and talk about it, then we, we give women permission to live more authentically. And so I'm so glad that you're talking so much about it as well. I think it's important to do that. And again, I get it. It's a personal decision if people want to remain private about it. That is, I suppose, their prerogative. You know, and again, it's a personal choice. So
0: I agree with all of that. I feel like having the pictures that you had posted day by day, because it's bizarre how much the body heals each day. Every day, I saw a difference. Every day. And there are things that they don't tell you. You are pulled extraordinarily tight for the first, you know, few weeks because obviously you're so swollen, so they must pull you that tight. Your mouth does look oddly wide, you know, all of these things, but it all settles. So I used to go lie in bed and go back and flick your pictures on your Instagram and go, oh, I do look like that. I do look like that. I look exactly (laughs) like that. And it really helped having that daily reference, you know, just to go, okay, it's not weird because where do you look for that? Right. I right. Know. I
1: know. I had this really high, like alien looking, you know, pole yeah. there for, you know, a couple months even really. And I was so glad when that started to go down. You just have to really be patient. I think that's another great tip for people is just, you do have to be patient or you will go a little crazy. You hear of women actually getting quite depressed afterwards or Super anxious, and you know, look in the mirror and don't know who they are and did you did you feel down at all? Did you have any depressed days afterwards, or were they
0: short-lived? I had one panic attack, I think, because I went to see somebody else who was like, "Oh, another doctor who was like, "Oh my God, you shouldn't look like that. This is a disaster." And I was like, "Oh, because I didn't know, you know and but the thing is my 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 face was an alien shape like yours. So you go very thin at the the ch- chin, and then all the blood kind of rushes under your eyes. So you've got this bobblehead with a very weird shape head, but you can again kind of hide it when you've just put your hair down, but it's just, it's all very weird. Your face is too stretched, your skin's too stretched at the sides. Everything looks weird till it settles. So you don't know, of course you do when people react to you like that. And my doc, when my friend who's a doctor said it to me, I almost had like a heart attack. And that's when I made the decision to stop asking people or, Mm. you know, not stop showing people So I just spoke to friends, you know, from afar. I didn't, you know, I only went out with Kristen who I was staying with. My husband saw me every day and he just got through it by, you know, pretending I looked great. But also I think again, for him every day when you're living with someone with it, every day the changes happen. It's so crazy. Every single day you notice something go down and something looks better. So you kind of, that keeps you going. But yeah, yes, of I was course. like
1: every morning was like Christmas for me because I was like, oh, I can't yeah. wait to wake up and look in the mirror and just see how much more has transformed. It was, it was brilliant. Uh, I, I'm curious with your your castmates from Real Housewives of Dubai, how has their response been? Is there jealousy? Are they happy for you or is anybody giving you a hard time?
0: But actually, most of the girls were a lot younger than me. So you know, even the ones that don't didn't like me came up and they were like, "Oh, look at you and your twenty-five-year-old face." So they've actually been really supportive and really amazing about it. They're all fully behind me and they all called me all the time. The thing about housewives is we 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 all have a go at each other, but you are a sisterhood, even though, you know, we can kind of make fun of each other, but God forbid anyone else does. Then everybody leaps in and takes, takes over and goes, no, no, no. They've been really, really supportive of me. I think they're shocked by how well it came out and how I look and how it took years off me. I can see a difference in... in you know the top of my mouth i see a difference with the way my at my face moves my as i said my eyes just i'm i'm i can't tell you how happy i am i mean even the photo behind me i've got no eyelids like i've got <laughs> look it, and, and how long, is long ago was so that wider. picture taken well i mean two two three months before yeah. we did the wow surgery wow. i i i really think it's a wonderful wonderful tool for women, because at our age, I don't feel my age. I feel like I've got so much life in me and I'm just getting going. And so when the body doesn't quite look the same, it's a kind of a shame. It's like, I, it's like this has given me a whole new reboot and lease. Mm, a reboot. I love that so much. Okay. Well, listen,
1: a facelift is a choice, I'm thinking about your life. I'm thinking about your fans and followers and everyone that follows you. And, and I know that you had a podcast recently on manifestation. I am obsessed with the science of manifesting. And if people look at your life from afar, they're like, oh my gosh, this woman has it all. She's got the younger husband. She's got three kids. She's like dripping in diamonds. She's got every designer bag known to man. She's traveling the world. She's on a hit TV show. Like, Literally, you have achieved and accomplished and and really summoned in so many really magical things for your life. Do you credit that to your mindset? Do you credit that to your hustle, which I know you I've heard you say before? Like, do you believe in this visualization of this is the life that I, the dream life I want to have, and this is how I go about it? Or has it been a combination of all of that?
0: You know what? I mean, I do make it look easy. It's not because you're seeing snippets, but I cannot believe what I've achieved. I feel happier, healthier and more successful than I've ever been. And that's been a such a journey for me because I mean I, I some of you out there know I, I mean I got divorced I married a t- guy that I should not be succeeding with because he's so much younger and I was you know in an eight-year law case and almost went bankrupt so you know I lost everything I even had to sell my jewelry and most of my art and now I've got the jewelry came back. The art came back. The house, I own the house. Like I, my other, ha- I'm building in Bali. Like I, I could not tell you I was going to be here. How did I do it? Exactly what you said. Yes. Well, first of all, I think you have to have the hustle. Everybody has to have the hustle. You have the hustle. We all do. You know, I know you work incredibly hard too to, to get what you want and what you have. But what I do feel is, as I've said, manifestation is not a ma- magic wand, but the visualization and being able to write it, read it, feel it, see it, and how you're going to get to it gives it to you. And it, all it is, is a small reminder that you can take that step every day. You know, and I feel that all of these things just have brought me to where I am today. I've never felt more peaceful. I've never felt more loved. I've never felt more powerful in all the work I'm doing. And my my it it is mindset. It's a hundred percent mindset. That's what I try to tell people. It doesn't matter, you know, where you're from. I know people with far more money than me who cannot get out of bed. And are in victim mode and can't produce anything for themselves. And you're like, oh my God, if I had an ounce of what you had, I'd be living my best fucking life. So it's making good out of a bad situation. It's seeing positive. I've realized now that what's meant for you comes for you. You cannot push a square into a circle. You cannot, you know, it's, it just doesn't work like that. So you need to just say, if it doesn't work, that wasn't my, my path. And genuinely things that have you know, I've, I've struggled for or thought that I really wanted that I've lost, you know, opened a door to something so much better. I mean, I, I, I've been through, you know, complete loss in my life. And then I, I, I wouldn't change one part of my journey now to, for where I am today. And, 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 and I genuinely mean that. Like, I love my life today. I wake up every day and just breathe in the air and go, thank God. The fucking Lord, I made the choices I did.
1: Mm, but you know what? You nailed it right there. Every person I've ever talked to about manifestation or living your dream life is starting with the gratitude. And you just said, I wake up and I'm thankful. You don't wake up and think, oh shit, what's going to happen today in my life? What's going to like go wrong? You're you You are anchored in gratitude. And I think
0: that's absolutely huge. To be fair, I did. You know, I have had a couple of years of that. Like when I was getting divorced and in the court case, you know, obviously everyone told me I wasn't going to win. My lawyers, my parents, everybody. So I was preparing myself for the worst. And that's Blind panic, right? But what I did do is, like, if I lost everything, I just used to sit there and go, "Okay, if I lose everything, I was determined to go all the way, even though everyone told me not to, because I'm like, that guy is not taking one penny of the money I've worked for. I don't give a shit if I lose everything. I will start again." And I said to myself, "If I'm going to be in a one, but you know, in a in a studio apartment with a flip down bed, my studio apartment is going to be fabulous because I'm fucking fabulous." And that's oh. how I spoke to myself every day to take over the panic. So I helicopter myself instead of going into that panic, going like I did with the facelift when you, people are going, <gasps> you know, you look great. And I'm going, I'm, I closed the door to everybody else and I just went, I am going to look great. Then I would go back to your pictures and I go, look, she looks great. She doesn't look bad. And I just calm myself that way. Maybe that's a boarding school thing as well, by the way, because I was always by myself. So the, no one else is going to calm me down. I know how to calm my own noise
1: Yes, like it's almost like a coping mechanism, it, but but yes. that, that works for for the betterment of yourself. I I've said the same thing. I, I kind of grew up in a very loving home, and my my poor mother has to hear this story all the time. But there were there were several divorces. There was definitely some dysfunction, and I I, I learned the muscle of always trying to be optimistic. It was my way to cope. Like I wanted the sunshine. I didn't want the dark turbulent you know, hell that sometimes persisted, especially in my teenage years. So I just learned to be so, my, my kind of forever note was happy. and And, but the more I was happy, the more I attracted happy. And it really is something that you can teach yourself and go through those exercises. Do you have, do you do anything every day? Do you have a process or is this just how you operate?
0: Well, I have our manifestation journal. So I do that every single morning where we just write down the goals. And I find just having it in one place, it means that as I tick them off, which I do on the visualization board as well, which is on my window. So I have the book and that, and then I listen to a manifestation on, you know, dear universe in the morning or, you know, affirmations in the morning. I'm abundant as fuck. I just, I make up my own and I just write them down every single morning, like the same stuff. And I reread them. And then, and as something good happens, I tick it off my 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 visualization board and put something new on. And it's really fun to do because you're like, oh, i I have achieved." And I think what it also does, it shows you what you have been able to achieve. And obviously, you know, not everything gets achieved or something can be turned into something else or something new comes. So it's just like, going, oh, I got that. I did that. And the more you see happening, the more excited you get. And the more excited you get, the more positive you get. And and I think, you know, just writing down, I'm grateful for the air that I breathe. I'm grateful for the sun this morning. I am grateful for my husband, for my children, you know, just the simple things that we have, the rest is all easy, you know? And for me, it's like, okay, I would love to have the most successful podcast on the planet, but I don't care either way. It's my, I actually, what I really enjoy is helping all the women, right? So the one thing I'm doing it for is the, the connection that I have to all the women out there that are listening to me. But you know, maybe for other people it's not the number one hit show. But I don't care. Well, it's because... how you define success, isn't it? You, you you are you do have a successful podcast because yeah. you are
1: successful in your mission of helping women, regardless yes. of how many ears that 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 gets to.
0: That is yeah. success, right? That's success. And what does success look like for you? And I think people lost sight of that for a long, long time. It was so measured by money. And I think you know, not only for women, we should redefine success for men and everyone because, you know, it's the highest suicide rate ever for men as well, right now. And I think the pressure on men to provide and be successful and to mm. be everything to a woman is so huge. And I, I always think, and I always want to talk about this because I feel like all these podcasts are geared to women. We're all so female. But there are so many men struggling out there to be successful and to be what a woman wants. And I think if we redefined what success is today, that we could help men too, be more comfortable in their own skin and to be more you know if Sergio read his dms every day he would ha- he would have all the joy and the love that he has for for me or women in his life beaten out of him because that makes him gay that makes him soft that makes him you know all of these things why why because he loves his wife and his mother it makes absolutely no sense
1: Mm-mm. Oh, you're so, so right. I mean, that, we could do a whole podcast about that, too. I have two two yeah. sons, 18 and 22. And, and I do think about this. And I and I do understand what you're saying. And that is a very, very good point. Because you have to be hard. Um, yeah, no, I, I hope there is a shift in that. I, I do feel like we're living in a time where things are are shifting, there's a bit of an awakening going on and people are taking inventory of, of how things are changing and they don't always have to be the way they always were. And, and I hope there's more and more of that. And thank thank God for the Sergios in the world because he, he can be an example to other men who are like, hold on, I want a Caroline in my life. Maybe maybe I'll do what Sergio's doing. There's something to that. Right,
0: Right. Yeah. And, and, and as they should, men have been doing it for years with, with younger women. Why can't older women have, why can't this be, you know, older women are attractive too. We're not, we're not past it. We're all, we're attractive and that's fine if, you know, you have an older husband or not, you know, I love older men too, but like it shouldn't be exclusive. It should open your horizons to everything. It doesn't, just because I'm with a young man doesn't mean he's going to run off with, you know, a supermodel next week. He's happy. He's genuinely happy where he
1: is. Which is why he won't, because you have that very energy around you every day. You you know your yeah. value, you know your worth, you know that he is equally lucky to have you as you are lucky to have him, and that's how people stay together. That's not, I I mean, it took me a long time to figure out, you know, what makes a good partnership, and and that is it. If I walked around insecure every day with my partner, you guess what? He'd prob it, it it he'd probably be less happy in our relationship because I'm not giving off love and confidence and my own, my own sense of self. So no, I'm so happy for you guys. I almost didn't even bring up Sergio's age because I was literally thinking about that before talking to you because I was like, it's just such a tired thing to always go to, like, oh, you have this super young boyfriend. Yeah. Like, so what? Like, whatever. Yeah. You know, uh, live yeah. your life. Like, I, because I, I, people aren't asking, right? The men who are being interviewed about their young wives, like, right? So I wasn't even going. I wasn't even going to go there with you because I'm like, there's no point in reinforcing that stigma being so rare. Let's just bring it, girl.
0: <laughs> no, and but but look what he's achieved in that time by being able to go through and watch me go through something like that and not run for the hills, mm-hmm. by the way. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for all those women out there that think life is over or they're never going to meet somebody or, you know, the confidence or the love has gone in there, you know, and they they have to just settle for the life they're in now, I would just say, you know, you don't, you really don't. Life is pretty amazing and it just gets better and better when you change your mindset. Again, change your mindset, change your life. I love
1: you. Thank you for putting that, that Goodness into the world, and I'm so glad you're happy with your face. I would have. I know you said you wouldn't have been mad at me, but I would have felt terrible. I
0: would have carried that if I'm you not were really struggling. You, <laughs> I'm not suing you, Cat. Not suing you. I know that was. She's like, you're not gonna sue me, are you? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm gonna give you I a giant so hug. <laughs> okay, I'll good. Give you a giant All hug. right.
1: When when you're in LA next, will you please let's let's make a date, okay? So I yes. can see that gorgeousness for myself in person. And Sergio too. Sure. I'd love to meet him in the flesh.
0: Yes, we'd love to. We'd love to. Thank you for having me on again. It's been really fun.
1: You guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me on Cat Sadler Now. Don't forget to rate and review the show and make sure you're subscribed or following so you never miss an episode. It sure is a beautiful day. We'll see you next time.